0: Welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. I hope you guys are doing really, really good. Um, I told you guys last week when I launched the uh, most recent episode that we were going to be back on the podcast doing content consistently. Um, And so here we are, man. I got a good episode for you guys that is going to connect with everybody, regardless if you're big, you're small. This is the one thing, the common denominator, uh, You know, when, when we here at Service Industry Market are working with with businesses regardless of what industry you're in. This is the one thing that nobody does or if they do do it, they don't do it well and they don't do it consistently. And this podcast is literally going to teach you how to generate revenue for essentially free, right? And so um, I do wanna put a disclaimer out there that uh, this is a podcast you're probably gonna wanna listen to you know, two or three times and take notes. Uh, some of you will implement it on your own Others will choose to have somebody like us implement it for you, but regardless, this is super powerful, and it's a totally uh, it's it's a totally different side of marketing um, than what we normally would talk about on here. Okay, before we get into this episode, um, if you guys could do me a massive, massive favor. If you get any value from this episode, A, could you please share it you know, on social, Facebook, Instagram? Take a screenshot and, and, and post it for me. Post it in a, in a group, one of the service groups. Um, that would mean the world. The more people we can reach, the more people we can help, the better, right? And and I'm just a, a huge believer. Like I know because it's happened to me over and over and over that the more people I can help, that will come back to me tenfold, uh, because that's just how the world works. And so if you guys get value, please share this. And also please leave a review. That would be huge. I think we have over a hundred plus reviews now, and the more reviews we can get, the better we get ranked. Uh, people can get a feel for what the show is all about. And, um, Yeah, it's just super helpful. If you don't get anything out of this, don't do it, that's okay, I don't deserve it then. Uh, So today, we are talking about how to generate revenue for essentially free, right? Unless you pay a company like us to run this stuff for you, um, you know, in in maybe small fees that we're gonna talk about here and there that that are involved in some of the stuff, it is essentially free compared to other types of marketing. And the thing we're going to start with is this, you have to begin to think about your business in two different ways. You have you have potential customers and you have your customer list. And the thing is is people build a customer list and they don't they don't extract money out of it like they could because they're so focused on getting brand new customers all the time, which you have to be, right? If you're not feeding your funnel, if you're not feeding the pipeline, if you don't have a full pipeline of new customers constantly coming in, you know, eventually business is going to get tough for you. However, on the back end, you also have this thing called your customer list that people aren't extracting from. What you don't realize is you have a list of people that you have already serviced, okay? And those are your ideal people, your ideal customers, and most of you are doing little to nothing with it. Because what you don't realize is those people need you again and again, and they want different services that they don't know you offer, even though you've told them once or twice, trust me, they don't remember. And so that's what we're talking about today. So I'm going to basically have three or four different topics of what you can do. This is a very strategic and uh, uh, applicable podcast that you can literally go out and implement. So the first topic we're talking about is email marketing. Now, I'm a massive Massive fan of email marketing, and a lot of you guys might say, "Yeah, email marketing's dead." Blah blah blah. It's not, guys. I'm telling you, 100. I do it in my home service business. We run it for our clients here at Service Industry Marketer and other companies that I own. Um, email marketing is not dead. Uh, we see anywhere from a 30 to 50 percent open rate for home service companies, and why is that? it's because those customers are not getting emails from local businesses like yours, right? We all get junk mail every day. We all get junk mail from e-commerce brands and Kohl's and Macy's and and all the big hitters that, that email people literally every single day, right? And we don't open them, we delete them. But when somebody sees a good email with a catchy subject line coming through from their local window cleaner or their local plumber, right, they're just a lot more apt to open it. Why? Because it's not something that's common for them to see. And they actually have an interest because they know you. And so email marketing has been huge. So what kind of stuff can you do in email marketing and how often should you be doing it? As a home service business, I believe you should be doing it four times a month. You should be sending a minimum of four emails a month. And that comes down to roughly one a week. Now, To some of you, that may seem like a lot and you're going to be scared. Well, I don't want to make my customer mad. Listen, if they don't want your emails, trust me, they'll unsubscribe and that's that. But you're going to be surprised how many people do not unsubscribe from your list because A, they're used to getting a lot of emails. They're not offended by it like you guys think. And B, they're actually interested in what you have to say. And if you build out your email content in the right way and you keep it valuable, they'll want to stick around and they'll want to read it. So Four times a month. What's some of the things that you can actually do and put in your email? Well, the first thing you can do is you could do season launches, right? Maybe you're a seasonal business and you want to let your customer base know that hey, we're starting on this date, this month, these are the services we're offering and you give them some kind of promotion to get on board, right? And then you want to spice your next emails up with, you know, something like an employee spotlight. You know, share share your employee stories, put their picture on there. Tell tell their background. Who are they? Where are they from? How old are they? How long have they worked for you? What things are they interested in? And then when these employees show up to these customers' houses, they've already seen them. They kind of know about them, right? We're connecting with our customer on a deeper level. So do employee spotlight type emails, uh, community efforts, community outreaches. Um, do you do any kind of nonprofit work? Do you, do you do anything for your community that you service that people might be interested in hearing about? They want to see, are you giving back? How are you making your community better? That is another example of a, a email you could send somebody that's not directly selling to them. Um, what kind of monthly specials are you doing? If you're running postcard campaigns, what are you putting on your postcards? Simply implement that and put those into emails and send those once a month. Uh, Company updates. What are you guys doing different? Do you have any COVID guidelines? Is there anything you guys want your customer to know that you're doing different? Maybe it's a, a new service you're offering. Maybe you're broadening your service area. You guys get creative and send one a week. Okay. Now, the best emails with the best open rates are creative subject lines, so it's something that gets them to click to actually open that email, and then when they open it, it's got to be uh, aesthetically pleasing, right? You got to have graphics, and this is where why a lot of people hire us to do this stuff for them. It's because we're really good at creating the graphics and, and creating the subject lines and, and creating good content that people want to engage with, but it is definitely something you can do on your own. It's just Do you have the skill set and do you have the time? So that is the first topic, the first pillar, email marketing, okay? I went through that fast. If you have to rewind and kind of get some of those ideas again, Go ahead. Uh, but that is one amazing way to connect with your customers on a deeper level so they know you on a deeper level without bothering them, right? They can read emails on their time when they want to. They can pick and choose what emails they want to read. It's super, super valuable. And when you're sending emails with seasonal launches, monthly specials, it is a revenue generator and it's free essentially, okay? The second thing is SMS marketing, text messaging. Now, majority of you guys don't do this, or if you do, maybe it's sending them a text, you know, telling them, hey, your service is on this day at this time, whatever. I'm talking about SMS marketing, sending your customers text messages with irresistible offers, seasonal launches, specific service offers, right? Your monthly deals. Now, SMS should be not as frequent. SMS is a very personal thing. And what we found is over 90% of SMS messages are open and read, and the click through rates are super, super high. So, ideally, you're going to send your customer some kind of SMS text, right? Some kind of marketing text. And you're going to give them a link to click through to bring them to a a, product, you know, a a service page with a really good contact form, um, a funnel of some sort to capture their information or to get them to actually call you. And it's very different than email marketing. You don't want to be sending a text to somebody with an employee spotlight, okay? It's a little invasive. SMS is very deal-driven. And so the only reason you're sending text messages to your customers is to try to extract money out of them. And so I would send an SMS text once to twice a month, but no more, okay? So that is also something we offer, and there's a million different SMS platforms out there. There's a few good ones that we really like, um, but... I'm telling you guys like for my home service business for monthly deals and seasonal launches SMS is wild. You send the text, the phone blows up. It is a huge revenue generator. It does cost money to send text messages, but it's it's, it's like extremely cheap compared to um you know, sending out a, a postcard campaign or something and the money it generates is wild. So do not be do not sleep on SMS marketing. The next thing, it's a little bit more manual, but I'm telling you, it is a lost art and people are craving it, especially as technology increases. Okay, listen to this. As technology increases, yes, of course we want to make our business as automated as possible, but people are craving that personal experience that they could have got 10, 15, 20 years ago. And the next pillar is the phone picking up the phone and calling your customers. Now, this can be for a variety of reasons, but I wrote a few down here. It can be literally as simple as you should have a system in place that you know, okay, let's say you're a window cleaner. You know every six months that person needs to get their windows clean. They're going to be dirty within four to six months. And so you should have some kind of system in place where that name pops up and you know to call Mrs. Jones because she hasn't used your services in six months and she's due for a reminder. And guess what? It's not that Mrs. Jones doesn't want to use you anymore. It's that she's busy and has a life and isn't thinking about you 24 seven. So when you pick up the phone, hey, Mrs. Jones, this is Matt Smith from ABC Window Cleaning and I was just giving you a call because we serviced your home six months ago, and we had a reminder in here to give you a call to let you know that you're due for service again. Would you be interested in getting on the schedule? You guys will be blown away by doing that simple task that is 100% free to your customer list. How many people go, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you called. I've just been so busy, and I've been meaning to call you, but I've been so busy, and I haven't got around to it, but yes, I would love to get on the schedule. What do you have available? Free money, guys. It is free money. And we know the more times you service that customer, the more profitable it is, right? If you service a customer once, your profitability is way down because you had to pay to acquire them. But when you service them the second, the third, the fourth time, that is where you're making all your money pick up the phone, remind people about their appointments. You can call your customers on holidays even, just to say, Merry Christmas, Happy Easter. How's the family? How's the house looking? We just wanted to touch base and say, we super appreciate you as a customer. We wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas and we hope you have a really good holiday. Please do not hesitate to call us if you need anything. It's that quick 30 second phone call, that personal touch. And I promise you the majority of people will get off the phone with you and go, wow, like that was super nice. Because they're not used to it anymore. It's uncommon. You guys need to start thinking about doing the uncommon things because those are the things that are going to make you stand out. And the reality is, is a lot of the uncommon things are the most simple things that people used to do. The last pillar is some type of postcard, letter, some kind of mail piece, right? And it can be, uh, you know, a seasonal, a holiday a holiday card, Merry Christmas from us here at ABC Window Cleaning. Um, it can be a handwritten note, right? Now, once you get to a certain size, that, that becomes a challenge. You have, you know, thousands of customers. It's very time consuming to do handwritten notes, but you could get a letter written or a letter designed with a handwritten font where it looks handwritten, right? Get creative and mail it to them and just say, hey, just thinking about you, please call us if you need any of our services. Guys, these four pillars, you don't understand. You're emailing your customers on a weekly basis. You're texting them on a monthly basis. You're calling them on a quarterly basis. You're hitting them with a postcard on a monthly or a quarterly basis. You're always staying in front of these customers and it's costing you very, very little to do okay this is a whole another side of marketing that nobody does and I'm telling you if you did this one thing alone and you have a decent sized customer list you will be more busy than you know what to do with and then on top of it when you're acquiring new customers that is how you scale okay trust me when I say this it seems like a lot and it is right? there's. You're going to have to break this up and you're going to say, okay, this quarter, I'm going to tackle this and I'm going to put a system in place for email marketing. Next quarter, I'm going to put a system in place so we have all of our content together for SMS or, or you know, whatever it is. Um, or you contact a company like Service Industry Marketer and we can do it all for you. However, you have to be doing this, okay? Trust me. And so I'm not going to be a dead horse, but I wanted to put this podcast out there because it is a... Uh, It's a podcast full of golden nuggets. It's things that we all know, but most don't do. And I'm telling you guys, if you're consistent with this, do it for a year. You will be blown away the money you left on the table the prior years. And you're like, oh, Matt, I only have 100 customers. Cool. Start there. Guess what? You're lucky because the guys with four, five, 10,000 customers now have to implement this at a large scale. You get to do it early. So if you guys have any questions, let me know. I'll put uh, the link to our website in the show notes. If you're interested in us helping you guys with this kind of stuff, just go to our website and submit a contact form. I'll personally respond to you guys, okay? Um, We can hop on a call, tell you how everything works. And this podcast is not for me to sell you stuff, but... I do know that there's a lot of people out there because we get literally emails every single day from people from the podcast and YouTube channel um, you know, asking for help because they physically do not have the time and that's totally understandable. So I'll leave all of our stuff in the show notes below. Again, 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 thank you guys for listening to this podcast and please, please share it out if it brought you any value or if you think it can help others in this industry. Love you guys, we'll talk to you soon. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.